welcome to Animation Nation. I am your host, Primetime here, here with your latest news around animation and pop culture. Hopefully, everyone is having a wonderful day, no matter where around the world. Let's get started with your daily news. <clears throat> now, our first latest news comes from Quartz.com, that the CEO and longtime chief executive of Activision Blizzard, Bobby Kotick, is facing a barrage of calls, step downs after a... After a um, November 16th Wall Street Journal article, reported suggesting that the that he knew about the whole the whole downplayed allegations of sexual misconduct at the company, but despite a avalanche of accusations, ongoing regular ongoing and regular um, regulatory problems, and the employee walkouts, the Activision board is holding the line and. "Quote unquote," remains confident in Codex leadership as of now. Now, in November of uh, of 16th, message from the employees, Codex has shown to um, to no indication of in of, of the uh, of the employees, which Codex has shown anything as well as the "quote unquote." Anyone who doubts my conf- my conviction. To be the most welcoming, inclusive workplace doesn't really doesn't really appreciate how important this is to me, as he quoted in a in a memo that also promised to enforce a zero tolerance policy for inappropriate behavior. Quote unquote says the regulators have been investigating the allegations of the sexual assaults and mistreatment of female employees at Activision Blizzard. Which, which makes a hugely popular games like World of Warcraft and Call of Duty since at least 2018 acquisitions detailed in a journal story including a rape allegation from the former employee at Activision owned studio against her male supervisor which Kodak settled out of the court without informing the board. Some of the allegations are also directed at Kodak himself that he threatened an a assistant back in 2006 and that, he, that his private jet pilots harassed a, f- a flight attendant in, 20, in 2007. Both of those were settled out of court and many of the and many of them also speak uh, to the Activision company's culture and several women complained of being inappropriately touched. Activision's um, breastfeeding room didn't have didn't have locks. At one party, says Lee claimed that a woman danced on a stripper pole. On one hotel suite, where some developers hung poles that they quoted called the Cosby Suite to complete with a massive portrait of Bill Cosby. Activision is now facing a massive portrait of the Bill, of the quote-unquote Bill Cosby Suite. As of today, the intentional petition to remove Kodak as a, who gained around the at least 1,337 employee signatures ousted him as the CEO as they were presenting more than 13, 13% of the workforce. Earlier this week, over 100 employees staged a walkout from the company was a second demonstration at the company since, the, since July when the DFEH filled a lawsuit the, to in order to terminal this event and, per, and prompting the pushback from other companies in the tech and gaming surf sphere. 
in the email to the employees, Sony's and PlayStation chiefs wrote that the Sony's leadership was disheartened and frankly stunned by the allegations against Activision, which has not done enough to against Activision, which has just a deep-seated culture to of discrimination and harassed. The head of Microsoft's Xbox wrote in a similar email to the staff that the company was disturbed, similar and deeply troubled by the horrific events and actions by Activision Blizzard. Microsoft is now in the proceedings of of evaluating its relationship with the gaming developer. Now, just as just as the company thinks that they're able to get away with his allegations since it was around a few months ago, they thought wrong because this new information has stabbed them in the back. Now, let me give you some bits of details of what's going on with the with the CEO of Activision Blizzard, Bobby Kotick. Now, according to rumors, what I hear so far from the accusation is that um, it's precisely in 2006, he threatened a assistant to the point where he he um, wanted her, he basically wanted her to die, basically, from an email, and um, that is not that is what I call very very vile right there, especially from a CEO at the time, basically. And I'm glad that this information is coming up because look. When you get to the point where now you're now you know your CEO has doing the same thing as your employees, but this one's way more worse, cheating females like this to their employees. This is not good. <laughs> it's not a good face for Activision Blizzard. And I truly, truly, uh, which uh, truly stand for the employees of Activision Blizzard to have him fired. Not only to have Bobby Kotick fired, but to rebrand the company in general. Because look. Look what's going on. Both the both companies, obviously Sony and, um, and Xbox, are reconsidering their relationships with the with Activision Blizzard. This is a sign. This is a sign. Don't don't you see that these actions have consequences? You gaming developers. Oh my God, Activision Blizzard. You guys are losing. Look. I know people are going to say, oh, because look, here's an example. Call of Duty Vanguard has gone down, down on sales, basically. I know people might say, no, it's not. I see people say playing it. Yeah, people are playing it, but guess what? And guess what? The rest of other people are not even fucking playing it. I'm pretty sure most of the people who are playing it are basically either influencers, stream, Call of Duty streamers, or people who just basically begun playing Call of Duty, basically little kids. But the general thing is that hardly anyone's buying the game, and the game's still broken. <laughs> this this year is the the most worst year for Activision Blizzard at this point, basically. And I'm pretty sure they need to have a wake up call, especially with that CEO who needs to resign as of right now, basically. You you want to have a leader who who has a history of of threatening to. Um, a death upon an assistant, basically, during during a flight in his private jet, basically. That is horrific. That is inappropriate. That is disgusting. Your employees have the right 
to say that basically. Think about it. Your profits. I see your stocks. Your stocks are going down, honestly. The company stocks is so going down so low that I'm pretty sure that hardly any average citizen, no matter how much they have, could buy buy one or two stocks from that. Basically, I'm just saying. But look, look, look. At this point in time, that hit the nail of the coffin, basically. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a lot more skeletons in that closet from that company, basically. And this doesn't hit the nail. Because look, at this point in time, now everyone in the gaming community, even if people are hardly touch the surface of the, of gaming, knows that this company, Activision Blizzard, is an evil company, basically, because of those horrendous things. I know there's other companies who are, also have the shady stuff, like like Ubisoft with their, um, with their allegations, as well as Riot Games. But most part right now we're focusing on this company in particular because it has a longest history of her of having these sexual allegations towards female employees basically. And at this point in time, it's gonna get a lot worse until we have some actually have action to this stuff basically. Just rebrand the rebrand the company to whatever the heck you want and and please have your CEO resign basically. Because if you start to make a disgusting or shitty apology to any of his employees or anyone else or at least their their players we're not going to take it basically at this point we're going to apologize we're not going to take the apology the only thing we're going to accept is you resigning basically because that stuff you haven't done anything about it you've done the similar thing with your other disgusting mates who are called the bro culture basically that's not bro culture that's fucking douchebag culture (laughs) there's a difference One's being an asshole, you all just basically hang out with your fucking homies. But at the same time, this is just ridiculous, honestly, upon Activision Blizzard. And this, look, for me, the only Activision Blizzard game I, I bought was um, Call of Duty Cold War, basically. Right? Because I want to play Call of Duty. This year, I didn't buy Call of Duty Vanguard because. Play the beta, it sucks. I don't like it. I seen gameplay of it. I see one of my one of my streamers, especially Dalton Disrespect, who was playing it, one of the all-time best Call of Duty players. He even has struggled <laughs> competing against other people to the point where there's where he literally quit playing Vanguard in the middle of the game. I'm like, oh wow, this game is terrible, honestly. And I've seen the story of it. The story, the majority of the story is just basically just flashbacks. At the end, it's a continuation. Because a at the end continuation, that means we're gonna make Vanguard Call of Duty Vanguard 2. No. Well, aside from that, honestly, it at this point in time, we need to have this company resign. Or basically, this CEO resign basically. I mean, I'm pretty sure that at this point in time, the employees are struggling enough to to have their voices heard. And we're hearing it right now. We're hearing it right now. And if you guys want to donate to the petition for the resign for Codex, I highly recommend to do that basically. Because I'm pretty sure we need we need resignation for this for the CEO to get him out basically, get him out of here basically. I'm pretty sure I heard that um. I heard one of their new employee assistant or new 
chief of the new uh, HR assistant who only been there for, le- for at least five months until she quit automatically. That's what I heard so far from the company hiring new employees and trying to make a difference. She quit. She quit. She only been like five months. That's how terrible the company is when it comes to their atmosphere. Oh my god. It's ridiculous. The only thing I'll understand is that is that um it's understandable if you have your games made by Activision Blizzard like like Overwatch or World of Warcraft, Call of Duty, um Doom. Was it no, it was Bethesda. No, it was someone else. Not Doom. Not Doom. Um, you see, anything that's made by the company, I understand you don't want to play, play or watch it, basically. But at this point in time, as of right now, their games are kind of getting a bit stale at this point. So, it is just me. I'm pretty sure the games are getting a bit stale and lackluster. And I have other games that are made for other companies seems to be right around my radar that's not related to them because... At the same time, they're not they're not they're not hitting as hard as as what they did years ago. Basically, was as the top of their peak. Basically, nah, I don't think it's at this point not worth just buying their games. Basically, um, I mean it's meh, well whatever. But uh, but do what you can to support these employees. I recommend to support them as much as you can. Help them fight against have the fight against against any types of harassment what they do and please support the change to make this company better as it once was or maybe it wasn't better at the first place or whatever when it comes to a surf um employee atmosphere or whatever but heck fight the fight for change with this company rebrand it and have the ceo create that immediately basically do whatever you can to support these support these employees as much as you can basically because I'm pretty sure at this point the internet has had, had enough with their bullshit. I mean, I do have enough with their bullshit at this point. While I'm hearing that article, it's it's horrendous. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure no one wants to work for the company ever again, basically. Now, our next story for today comes from IGN.com. That the new Warner Bros. Multiverse official announcement features. Characters like Batman, Arya Stark, and more. The Warner Bros. has officially announced its Multiverses, which is a Smash Bros. a Smash Bros. like bro fighter developed by a by Player First Games that brings together characters from shows like Scooby Doo, Adventure Time, Looney Tunes, and even and even more, as well as Game of Thrones. It's set to release around 2022 for consoles and and for PC and will be quote-unquote and like and I have to say free to play. Multiverse will support 1v1, 2v2, 4-player, free-for-all matches set on on stages themes around the characters availability in the game, including the Batcave, Finn and Jake's Treefort, and incomplete roster has already been revealed. With more to be announced, and each and each one will be announced by their original acting talents. So far, the characters include, and here's a list for the characters, which is Batman, voiced by Kevin Conroy, which is the original Batman, which I love. 
I love the Green Lantern one. Anyways, Superman voiced by George Newbern. Wonder Woman voiced by Abby Trot. Harley Quinn voiced by the legendary voice actor Tara Strong. Shaggy voiced by Matthew Lidlord. Bugs Bunny voiced by Eric Bowser. Aaron Stark voiced by Mizzy Williams. Jake the Dog voiced by John DiMaggio. Finn the Human voiced by Jeremy Sh- Shadow. Steven Universe voiced Steve Universe voiced by Daniel DeVerini. DeVerini, I can't pronounce the name right. Garnet voiced by Estella. Estella. Tom and Jerry voiced by Eric Bowser. And Rain Dog, which is the original character from the multiverse, voiced by Andrew Frank- Franco, basically, which I didn't know what that character was until I had to read the article, basically. Each character has a unique ability set that has been designed to pair them uh, dynamically with other characters. Customization comes via perk loadouts, allowing for some gameplay variety. There are naturally also skins for each character to allow for some visual explorations as well as emotes. As a free-to-play game, the multiverses will be supported by in-game purchases. Warner Bros. Games has not yet revealed what those purchases will be, but the season-based format that will be a content field it seems to be sensible to expect cosmetics at the very least. The trailer has also shows what appearance to be a to be a battle pass system, seen to be an anonymous on the character design page. Now, multiverses will support cr- cross play and cross progressions across all types of formats, such as Xbox Series S and X, Xbox One, PlayStation Five, PlayStation Four, and PC by, by Steam. Dedicated servers based on rollback netcode will support the game, the online game for the for Chronicle for the life of the game to help reduce lag and disconnections. Guides and social features will allow you to change to challenge other groups as well as climb the leaderboards. First of all, I never heard of Rain Dog, which I'm glad they mentioned that it's the original multiverse multiverse um, concept. So. Thank you for that, basically. I'm trying to search for who the heck is this character. But aside from that, I see the trailer. I love I love it. I love it. But not that much. Cause for me, I really recommend look the trailer up just to get your perspective on it. For me, by the looks of it, it's stylish. It's all 3D. Steven looks kinda weird. Finn looks kinda roundish, whatever. But overall, the other character seems pretty okay to me, honestly. They look pretty okay. Um, the movements from whenever their attacks, what they do with their attacks, seems kind of slow, in my opinion. They seem, they seem slow-like, but I'm pretty sure they're able to fix that quickly because as of right now, you can sign up for a testing for that basically, which I I also signed up. I'm waiting for my approval. I recommend you guys sign it up. Did you get a early test for that game, which? I see his potential, honestly. And I'm really glad that they brought in voice actors for these characters. Not only that, but original voice actors for these characters, basically. Which Nick Allstar Brawl did not do. <laughs> I mean, for Nick Allstar, look, look, Nickelodeon, at least you could do is just at least bring in a few voice clips from each episode and just mash them there, basically. And figure out a way how to, how to like, um, like get rid of the background music or whatever from each episode clips from those characters which would be perfect who, who would have thought of that basically 
but overall, this game seems pretty good. I kind of like it, free to play, that's reasonable, honestly, you don't need to have to regret buying this game, you just have to free to play it. If you like it, you like it, if you don't like it, you don't like it, honestly. Cosmetics purchases, um, for me, I really, um, I'm a bit skeptical. It depends on how, depends on the cosmetics, honestly, to see if it's worth it or not. Um, one thing I will tell, what I have to say is that, um, I know Warner Bros. were like the company who worked on Mortal Kombat, the Mortal Kombat series. And if you guys remember what Mortal Kombat 11 did was uh, uh, purchasing uh, special moves as well as fatalities. So the one thing I have to tell for Warner Brothers is that do not do the same mistake as what you did with Mortal Kombat 11 where you have to purchase special moves and fatalities or combos, whatever. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't do that. I do not like that one bit. The game supposed to have already have all these features, obviously, on these characters, and you don't have to go on your way to actually buy them. I do not like. I do not like that honestly. I really do not like that. But the least you could do is just do what any other game are doing: just get rid of the microtransactions and go with the go with the um, the battle pass tier list, basically. Because for me, it's okay. Get your progression and going on and playing the game all the way. It seems. It seems worth it to the point where one of the um, the guys on the trailer was able to um, to mention players who got to play solo, which they also got to support. Hey, I'm hooked up on that, honestly. I'm really hooked up on that, honestly. And there was one controversy, well, I, mean, I wouldn't say controversy, but I would call it a, a bit of questioning results around the voice of Steven Universe, which he was supposed to be voiced by Zach, basically. Now, for those of you who don't know much about this person, is that um, apparently, apparently he, apparently around a couple years ago, I think it was towards the end of Steven Universe Future, somewhere around there, honestly, but like he was going, he was um, going through some type of mental, a mental break, honestly. He was going through like some type of depression or whatever, and there was a clip surfaced that I watched, that I just watched on Instagram that um, that he answered a few questions from the interviewer. Who says that he is um, taking up? He's breaking off from the entertainment industry. He wants to travel all around and not deal with the uh, much of notoriety from other people. Basically, since he was known as obviously Steven from Steam Universe, honestly, which is for me okay. If, if that's on you, that's on you, basically. But um, this new voice actor for Steven, he seems to fit. He seems to fit, honestly, for the character. I listened to it a couple of times. It, it seems to be able to have the range of Steven basically. You probably could hardly even notice that that's not that's not the correct voice actor for Steven. I'm pretty sure this one should be doing very well, honestly. It seems pretty good on this. It seems pretty good on my point. Now, the main key that I see so far that this person mentioned for the trailer is that focusing on uh, teaming progression basically. They add like support for teammates, honestly. That's the key for it any other competitive players when it comes to teaming is support play basically which basically has you playing another character and your and your teammate basically you're able to provide some um, some type of strategy to help you guys win the match basically for example he gave an example of uh, Bugs Bunny able to dig like a rabbit hole and he has an example of his partner Finn able to go inside the rabbit hole to go to the other side or another example where um, where uh, Steven was able to like provide a shield with his teammate basically in order to um, 
help shield them from other attacks. That's another good example, which I really like, honestly. That's that's how it kind of should be when it comes to like teaming up. Help each other to progress in order to defeat the enemy, the enemy team, basically. That's, that's the thing, honestly, in my opinion. But overall, I'm for me, I'm kind of excited for this game, honestly. I know people are speculating that saying that, oh, look, they, they did the meme, they did the, the, the Ultra Instinct Shaggy, whatever. I did research on that. Apparently, they come up with their own lore, which it go which is goes that um that Shaggy apparently found like a magical rock. He ate it because he thought it was rock candy, and he was able to um to uh, gain like like mystical powers, basically, and all that stuff. There's a little lore I found from the Multiverse website. From the character rosters, it's an interesting lore. I mean, they kind of hit that out back when the uh, the uh, what's it called, the home release of the new animated Mortal Kombat movie that they did. At the end, you could see Scorpion basically doing some moves with next to the Warner Bros. logo, and you see Shaggy open up, <laughs> showing his uh, his aura coming out of coming out of him. He just got Scorpion and just like locked him in. They kind of hinted out that they're gonna do that basically. I'm pretty sure they're gonna emphasize on more of that here in this gaming of these battle style game basically, which is pretty good. I like it honestly. You had the original voice actors for that, maybe new ones that kind of fit the voice for the characters. I'm hooked up. I'm still thinking that this one seems that the fighting combat seems a bit slow, is what I could tell, but maybe that's something new. Maybe, maybe it seems interesting. At least I could tell you is that um, is that at least this trailer was being honest, because the past few months to this year, all games I've seen so far with their releases is nothing more than just cinematic trailers. Nothing like that. This one in particular actually shows the gameplay. This one actually shows the gameplay. And able to have one of the developers actually make some commentary on this. And tell us more information what this game is going to contain. Wow. That is amazing. I love it. Nico, you know, so brawl. They kind of show the gameplay, but they don't have like the spectacular of having like the developers representing the game basically. And just tell us what, what they're going to expect from all that stuff. And plus, you can customize your, you can customize, like you can customize servers on that game on multiverses. Customizable servers. Think about it. Amazing, battling other players into each server. It's just amazing. Lord, um, scoreboards, progressions, challenges, all that stuff. It seems great. I still have a feeling that it might be a downfall of it around there. Maybe just me. I mean, I'm, I'm excited as an anim, as an animation nerd. Honestly, I'm really excited for this game. I can't wait. I mean, I have all, I have I have Nick also a brawl. For me, it's just that game is just it's good, but I can see why they call it broken. I really would appreciate it. They add voices to these characters, but apparently, nah, nah, nah. Oh yeah, one thing to the point where this guy literally says that. During the launch throughout the year, they'll add in more content. He said it. Content. And guess what Nick Allstar never said? Adding more content. They never mention about content. They never even any hints of the content. 
I'm trying to look for any developers who have mentioned that there's gonna be content on the game. As far as I know, everything seems to be quiet. All I hear, all, the only updates I've been getting so far is just patches upon patches upon patches upon patches. Nothing else. And to the point where I hear this guy promising fucking content for that game warms my fucking heart. Because I can tell you that this game seems a bit promising. As far as I know. That's what I like. That's what I really like. From this trailer. Honesty is the best policy. Now, I wouldn't guarantee that it, that these might be the promises that this person will get. Because you never know if the game is going to stab you in the back like any other game. So, be wary. I mean, at least this game is going to be free. So, you don't have to regret buying it. So... Next year, I don't know when, hopefully, I'm assuming it's going to be um, early to mid-year, maybe around like February or, or March or June, maybe. Get excited for Nick All-Star Raw. Sign up for the test for this game because I'm really excited for that stuff. I've seen many things I heard so far in this game and it looks really promising, honestly. I would guarantee, I would guarantee it, honestly. Now, our last story for today comes from Yahoo.com. At the announcement of the release South Park trailer for its post-COVID movie featuring Stan and Kyle as adults, the Paramount release teaser coming from the um, from the South Park YouTube channel, which which teases the upcoming movie of South Park post post-COVID. Featuring a look of Kyle and Stan as adults. Post-COVID who was announced less than a month ago with no with nothing more than a release date. The this teaser doesn't provide doesn't provide much information in terms of plot aside from the visual the visual effects as well as proof of Stan and Kyle are consistently older and looking for recon, for recon, or reconnection. According to the Hollywood Reporter. Post-COVID, it sits 40 years later and finds the kids all grown up who must find come together to solve a problem not, re- not revealed in the teaser. The concept of the first film of the with Paramount Plus falls in line with the vision of the creators Matt Stone and Trey Parker for these standalone projects which, and I quote, we're trying to make what's on Paramount Plus different from anywhere else. So our one made for TV movies is where our head is at. Stone told THR, we will do two made for TV movies every year. They will be a they will be big, but they will be quite will be a quite movie scale basically. The second made TV movie is expected to be coming out on December on December, but 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 Matt and Stone. Made a new deal for for Viacom CBS, worth around reported around nine hundred million dollars earlier this year. That that seasons that duo is expected to drop around fourteen original films, with the coming of out year of each year. HBO Max continues to to own exclusive streaming deals with South Park, as part of reported as around five hundred million signed in twenty nineteen. This will not only be the first Roy in 
into the bark the broaching the topic of COVID-19 and the pandemic, South Park's pandemic special was released around 2020 and earned them a Emmy nomination. The South Park post-COVID will be launched on Paramount Plus on November 25th until the checking out of the new teaser trailer, which is going on. I've been watching South Park for quite for quite a while, honestly. It's pretty good. I'm pretty sure the this pandemic special has been going on is kind of a, bit, a little bit stale because haha pandemic pandemic social distancing vaccine whatever I get the jokes I get the reference and whatever but this seems interesting taking a different route having the kids all grown up it's something that we haven't even we, we kind of a little bit touched on it but not as fully as this one or what I could expect so far it's basically what's been going on with the pandemic honestly which we're still in the middle of it but for me I kind of am excited but I don't want to buy Paramount Plus I'm pretty sure no one wants to buy like more of streaming service just to get just to watch this I mean I would recommend a VPN to watch like cheaper <laughs> cheaper uh, streaming service prices that's what I recommend it but for this one seems interesting. I'm not sure it's gonna be included just for the US or anywhere around the world basically. But for me, this seems interesting. I mean I haven't seen South Park for quite a while since the pandemic since the pandemic special or something like that. Which um which is interesting. And I'm kinda I'm kinda am excited at the same time kind of like um like eh I mean it's just South Park I mean, I don't know. Are they still good? I'm not sure they're still going to do content around Comedy Central. If they, if they are, then good, because I don't want to be Paramount Plus, honestly. I do not. But hopefully they don't end making content through Comedy Central. I know people are saying cable is slowly dying, but people still have cable at this point, because not everyone could buy a subscription, subscription services like each month, but people still have cable. But at the same time, some people still have cable to watch one on South Park, but they want to pay for another streaming service, basically. Because at this point, we're seeing like all those exclusive stuff going through just basically streaming service, streaming service, streaming service. You keep getting a lot of stuff out of your pocket, basically. And we kind of slowly have to see this little bit of saturation, honestly, when it comes to streaming online, basically. But that's but that's just me, honestly. But the looks of the pandemic, the new post-pandemic, um, there's not much, honestly, to see. Just kids growing up, they got to, it's post of the pandemic, they're all growing up, they're going to meet each other to solve one problem. Then we get, until we see, um, Randy Marshan's dad, just sitting there, still making, still making, uh, cannabis <laughs> at his Tiggity Farms. It's, it, it still has that running joke, honestly. But at, but still at the same time it's just yeah, I mean for me I don't know if South Park is getting a bit stale at this point but for me I'm pretty sure the few of the writings is just it's basically a hit or miss honestly it's either a hit or a miss but at this point in time it's just meh at this point but I'm excited to see these kids growing up. Is it, is it going to be a flashback, or is this actually going to be how the show is going to work or function? Are they, are they actually going to be adults for the rest of the couple seasons or whatever? 
who knows? Maybe different direction of South Park, honestly, for once, honestly. Maybe it's that, honestly. I don't know. But for me, I, I can't wait to see the see, to see the special. Just to see how it all turns out. I mean, honestly, I really don't want to buy Premium Plus. I do not. <laughs> I mean, just with this pandemic special. I don't know if they have, um, of, like, 70 or 10 day free trial whatever if they do I'll just do it for the for this um streaming service just for this um pandemic post special honestly and just like automatically cancel it after I watch that stuff oh that's what I would do honestly when it comes to that stuff but overall I'll I can't wait for it honestly hopefully you guys are able to carry for that for that South Park special November 25th South Park post pandemic special first TV film of of um of Paramount Plus when it comes to South Park because I know they're going to make more content soon but this is going to be the first content they're going to do within the series service so hopefully it turns out good if not then uh this will be concerning for the series honestly I'm pretty sure people were concerning way before they kind of changed their uh, the routine or whatever basically because because you know South Park has been here for like around at least like two decades because I remember the 1990, late 1990s and at, over the years they've gone from like funny to to and to like hit or miss basically is it funny or is it not funny honestly it's just eh but who knows honestly who knows if this might change or not for the best for for, for South Park honestly hopefully able to give them new writers to, to keep the to keep the series alive honestly which I can't wait so yeah, November 25th, Pandemic Special, exclusively only on Paramount Plus, honestly. Now, that's it for today's news, everyone. Hope you guys like today's news. Make sure you guys follow our Twitter account, Admission90Ten, to give you guys more updates over there. Make sure you guys follow us or subscribe us to this podcast. You do this every Saturday or Sunday, depending on what we get so far throughout the week, basically, to provide you guys more information to this podcast. So hopefully everyone's having a wonderful day. So this is Animation Nation. I'm your host Prime Time here. Hopefully get to see you guys next weekend. So have a wonderful day and stay safe. Goodbye.